Hello, Brad here. Just to say we're super proud that the Friday 5pm podcast is sponsored by the Malt Miller, the UK's best home brew store. We use the Malt Miller for all of our homebrew experiments, as well as tapping them up for advice and binging on their awesome YouTube channel all the time. That's why whenever we release a homebrew video, we put a recipe kit live on the Malt Miller, so you can brew with the exact same amazing ingredients that we did. The same ingredients used by pro brewers. So alongside the Malt Miller's nitro-flushed hops, cold-stored yeast and milled-to-order malts, you can pick up recipe kits for our Five Points Best Bitter, Russian River West Coast IPA, and now the fastest beer in the world, a hazy session IPA that goes from grain to glass in less than 48 hours. Sign up to their newsletter at tinyurl.com forward slash maltmiller to get 5% off your first order. With the Malt Miller's amazing customer service and Johnny's 48-hour recipe, you could order the ingredients on a Monday and be drinking the beer by the weekend. Speaking of which, it's Friday. It's 5pm. So enjoy this week's Friday 5pm podcast. Hello everyone, welcome back. It's Friday, it's 5pm isn't it Johnny? It's 5pm where you are, yeah, and it's time for another Friday 5pm. That doesn't mean all that much because we've been drinking all week. Well, I have. I don't want to speak for you, Brad. Have you been drinking? Uh, I've I've been thinking about. I've been thinking about drinking. Um, <laughs> I've been doing a bit of bicycle riding. I've been getting a bit of fat, Johnny, over this uh, extended hiatus of real life. Right, so you've jumped back on the BMX. I've I've jumped back on. The, I've got my um, my road bike out. Not even the BMX. I've gone for a road bike and um, putting in some miles. Went went to Woolwich along the cycle path. Uh, I think it was about a 22-mile round trip. And then, nice. you know, sort of this sort of stuff. So I'm getting back into the riding. Um, yeah, even bought uh, myself some special by Aldi padded um, Lycra cycle shorts last night. Oh, my God, night. that's an image. That's <laughs> Oh, my God, I never thought you would ever step yeah. in Lycra. I, I won't be wearing them uh, in... Uh, hey, it's not a horrible image, by the way, guys out there. It's just, uh, did you hear think... me say horrible? No, I just no, said no, it is no, no, an it's... image. I'll let the, the <laughs> listeners decide. <laughs> it's just I don't. I, I'm not sure about my lycra and the modesty of well, the non-modesty of lycra. Um, I kind of feel like wearing a nappy as well, which is weird. So, um, but anyway, reassuring though, isn't it? Kind of reassuring. I haven't actually tried them out in earnest yet, but um, I'm going to be doing some cycling this weekend. Maybe I'm thinking I might go up to Bermondsey. I might hit the beer mile. Um, so I don't know if you're... If see you're if there's about, some takeaway stuff. But yeah, I might see if there's some takeaway stuff. So maybe we can have a rendezvous or maybe we'll see some other fellow travellers if I do head up there. Um, but yeah. Well, there you go. If you want to if you want to, want to see the rare lycrid brad out <laughs> in the wild, um, it. It'd be, it would be quite the trophy. Not that I, you should shoot him, um, no, but it would don't. be quite the trophy to see. <laughs> I think I might be quite sweaty by the time I get up to Bermondsey, but um, it is all quite flat across south. So I'm yeah, it's downhill it's... to Bermondsey from where you are as well, isn't it? Because we're in a valley. Yeah, yeah. Oh God, don't say that. Then it means it's uphill on the way back. Oh yeah, it well, it's fine. But um, <laughs> what have you been drinking this week, then, Johnny? Uh, I've been. So we've been being sent endless samples, which we've never asked for because I, I hate the idea of asking for freebies from breweries when they're you know, obviously trying to sell everything they have and try and um, 
get as much money as they can in these tough times. But people have been really keen to send us new stuff. So I've been drinking. So we had the Attic stuff. We've had some Yonder stuff. I'm doing some work with them. Um, God, what else have I had? Yeah, the biggest revelation has been uh, I got sent some samples by the Cheshire Brew House. Um, who actually I've spoken to a couple of times through my work with Good Beer Hunting on some stories because Shane Swindles, who owns it, is quite an outspoken guy. Um, but I, I hadn't tasted his beer and I got some sent down. I was absolutely blown away by how good the beer was. Um, I had a, a Burton style ale. Um, so it had, you know, that classic Burton snap. It had English hops. It had a little bit of roast to it, but it's kind of, you know, mostly a, a pale ale in style and it was absolutely beautiful. Um, and then he's got some great modern stuff as well. Had a, a really um, juicy, fruity, but really light, dry, mosaic session IPA as well. Um, they're really worth looking up. If you're looking for a new brewery, you know, like people sometimes go, like, I need some new music. I'm listening to the same thing constantly. Uh, check out Cheshire Brewhouse because I was really, really impressed with their beers. Um, and then yesterday I went down to my local, the Southampton Arms, hoping to pick up some Howling Hops cans. Uh, they weren't selling cans. Well, they were, but they were mini kegs. So I bought myself uh, five litres of Tropical Deluxe, their lovely Session Pale. Um, and we've been been enjoying having that on draft this week. So uh, I've been I've been living, living La Vida Loca. Yeah, you certainly have, mate. Um I'm interested in that Howling Hop stuff. That sounds bloody delicious right now. Yeah, it's the perfect, perfect beer. I think 3.8%, lots of tropical notes, but nice and dry. Um, and a mini keg is amazing. They're, they're pretty unreliable things. They do leak a little bit, um, but you just got to drink them super quick. And that, that's not hard when it's delicious and 3.8%. And they, they seem to be a bit of a new a new format. Like if we were in a sort of Betamax video, VHS videotape wars of the 1980s, the, the the mini guys have come out guns blazing during this, haven't they? And lots of breweries yeah. seem to be turning to them as uh, the new vessel of choice. It's amazing to see all these old formats that we used to dismiss as sort of old school are coming back. So you've got mini kegs, uh, brew in the bag uh, has come back uh, in a big way, bag and box stuff, um, full of scent as some. And in fact, I'm working on a video right now in which I'm re-fermenting uh, in bag in box, I won't won't say too much, but there's some real ale based homebrew content coming your way, uh, listeners. Um, so yeah, bag in box has been a bit of a savior for all those cast brewers who, uh, you know, can't can it and get the same mouthfeel or or, or, or bottle it either. Um, so it's been great to see. There must be all these packaging companies that suddenly just can't believe their luck, <laughs> just like unable to produce enough mini kegs. Yeah, it's cool, man. I, I think, you know, there's a lot of bad stuff that's coming out of this, obviously, but there's also, uh, when when you start putting lots of constraints on thinking and, and, and what you're allowed to do, you kind of have to start thinking a bit outside the box and coming at stuff from different angles. So yeah, necessity is the mother of invention. Exactly. That, that I think that's attributed to, is it Edison said that? Or was it Jefferson? Oh, it might be. I don't know. I think it was Edison. Um, Somebody-son. Somebody-son. Edison or Jefferson. Edison would make more sense with the light bulbs. Although Jefferson, I think, was a bit of a inventor himself as well. So anyway, someone out there in pod podland will be able to, to fill this <laughs> in, no doubt. Um, so you've had a very exciting beer week, Johnny. I feel, again, like I've you know not drunk a lot of beer this week. But I am, I am going to order 
some uh, some exciting beers this weekend. Yeah, so we've got some exciting news, haven't we? We have, we have. Um, it was about, well, pretty much a year ago today. A year we, ago today. today. It is today. today. Today is the first anniversary uh, of our first feature-length documentary. Very cool, very cool. It's kind of galling to look back on it right now, because obviously, you know, that was a trip of a lifetime for us. We were, you know absolutely free to do whatever we kind of wanted and we just drove around New England obviously we had some uh, some appointments to keep but I've never felt more free than just driving on the road in Vermont and Massachusetts and Maine um, and then to watch that like I did last night uh, while we were planning what we're planning um, was yeah kind of kind of sad really to see what a different world we're living in but if you want to relive that beautiful free world we are doing a watch-along party as our upload next Wednesday. So a live watch-along of our feature-length documentary. Somewhere between like a live show and a, a director's commentary, right? Yeah, kind of like I'm a big fan of watching films on DVD and stuff at home. And, you know, always, if it's a great film, you want to see what the uh, director's commentary is. And And some of them have amazing DVD extras where you can just listen to anyone who was involved in the production kind of talking about stuff. So we kind of want to bring a bit of that insight into the viewing experience and obviously kind of cross-pollinate that with everybody else who's watching it along with us, them feeding in their experiences of those beers, those breweries. You know, if they haven't been to those places, their aspirations that they want to go there. Um, it'll be an opportunity for us all to just escape for a little bit and, and dream and think back to better times. And, and, yeah. and you know, hopefully we're all going to get some lovely New England IPAs if we can get a hold of them and just really have a bit of a loving about the style, about the experience me and you shared together and the, the, the specialness of, of that thing that we made a year ago, which, you know, yeah. we're both massively proud of and won awards for it. And it was a big, it was a big deal, wasn't it, Johnny? It was. We won uh, that video, won uh, Broadcaster of the Year in the North American Guild of British Beer Writers Awards. Um, so that was that's our first North American Guild Award, and that was very exciting. Um, I'm particularly looking forward to uh, hopefully giving some background on some of the situations we got ourselves <laughs> into. Um, perhaps a, a, an illicit substance scrape uh, with one of the breweries. Perhaps um, the, the we can explain what happened. To lead us to that karaoke bar, oh, um, and the Death Hotel. Of course, we should we should tell the story behind the hotel where Brad and I. I, I put a, I put a chair against the door. I didn't trust that somebody wouldn't wouldn't have the key to my room and come in and murder me. That's how terrifying that hotel was in the White Mountains. I think you so had COVID in that hotel. You were really sickly. I did. Yeah. Well, I think. Yeah, it was cold in there. I think it was all the ghosts made it really cold, and I caught myself something nasty. So the last. That was, I think, two nights before the end. And by the final night of that trip, I was, uh, I was in a really bad way. So yeah, like all those little tales, we'd love to tell those to you guys a bit. So couldn't quite make the edit because it was already. I think the the very first draft was two hours long, and we we managed to cut just over forty five minutes out of it. So there's yeah. lots of gold that didn't help the narrative, but was still hilarious, and we can tell those tales. Yeah, man, it's going to be mega. When are we yeah. doing that? We're doing that Wednesday night, right? 
Wednesday night, 8pm, on our YouTube channel, as all our live shows have been. We're not doing a box or anything, but uh, grab some New England IPAs, or indeed, you know, some delicious lager or delicious Belgian beers, because obviously Allagash and Notch are in that video. Um, and sort of the point of the documentary was, it's New England, but they do a lot more than just New England IPA. Um, and yeah, drink along with us. Um, and then in other news, we do have another live show lined up for the 13th, so a week, two weeks on Saturday. And that is a very exciting collaboration we're doing with Cloudwater. No way. Yes way. Um, so we've managed to convince Paul Jones. Uh, well, it doesn't take much persuasion. He's, he loves to chat through, uh, chat through the industry and chat through his beers. Uh, he's going to be joining us live for another live show uh, on the 13th at 8 p.m. Um, and we've got a taste along box for that. So we've got three, well, four IPAs. Uh, three of which are Cloudwater IPAs made with the new 2019 crop of hops. So essentially what was harvested in September last year has now arrived on UK shores. So we're going to taste three IPAs made with those super fresh hops. And then we're going to taste the fourth IPA, which is uh, from a brewery um, that is contract brewing uh, with Cloudwater. And I believe I'm right in saying that it is the only... uh, uh, black-owned brewery in the UK at the moment. So Paul's been trying to champion um, champion their cause. Very cool. So basically what you're telling everybody is we're going to be drinking some fucking hype juice with the man, Paul himself, uh, Cloudwater Box Set, Be There or Be Square, go and buy it at the link. Um, If you do, you're helping us out a little bit. You're helping out this amazing new brewery that's uh, contract brewing with Paul. And you're going to get a massive insight into the mind of the man himself. Absolutely. That's exactly what's happening. So it should be a lot of fun. And we'd love you guys to come armed with some questions for Paul as well. Um, because, I mean, we could talk forever about things, but it's it's really important that you guys get involved. So we're asking the right questions. So have a think over the next two weeks. Um and then come armed with them that Saturday night. And you can pick up the box from the Cloudwater website. There'll be a link in the show notes. There's also a link to the watch-along of our documentary in the show notes as well. Um, Right, next thing. Should we have a quick chat about uh, this week's video? Yes, yes. Um, So this week's video... uh, Firstly, apologies for not uploading or doing a podcast last week. Uh, Both Brad and I had... Uh, the week of our lives last week, work-wise. Um, and so we're trying not to push ourselves too much when you know the chances of, of having some mental health issues are pretty high. Um, so we took a little week off from producing content. But we're back, uh, and we were tasting a really exciting beer. So Wild Beer Co., I don't think get the love they deserve for their, you know, the fact that they were pretty much the first wild ale-dedicated brewery in the UK and continue to make some magic stuff. Um, and I've had their Cool Shit Beer 2019 um, in my stash and been intending to drink it. Uh, and I contacted Brett, the founder and head brewer, to say, hey, I'm going to do do this video on your first Cool Shit Beer. Do you want to get involved and, and have a chat? Um, and he said, yeah, but you should do the 2020 version because that comes out this week. Um, so he sent me a bottle of the 2020, as long as a bottle, as well as a, a bottle of Bats Valley, which is a Citra Dry Hot Wild Ale, which was... Uh, if you'll excuse my French, fucking stunning. Um, <laughs> one of my beers of the year. Um, but we also tucked into the Cool Shit one, which was also absolutely stellar. Easily the best um, spontaneous, girls-inspired uh, uh, spontaneous beer that's been made in the UK, in my opinion. Um, Amazing. What an endorsement. 
What an endorsement. Yeah, I mean, to be fair, there's only been five or six uh, Girls-inspired beers released in the UK so far, I think. Um, and it's only been Brewdog, Fine, Burning Sky. I think that's it so far. Mills are working on it. They're getting there. Um, and a couple Seems of other like brews. the sort of thing Little Earth or Yonder would be up to in the background somewhere. This summer, I'm going to be hosting talks at the Manchester, Bristol and London Craft Beer Festivals, giving festival goers the chance to attend tutored tastings, rare beer pours, meet the brewers and even guided tours of the bars. These three festivals are the highlights of my events calendar, featuring some of the world's best breweries with delicious restaurant pop-ups, great music and a really welcoming party atmosphere. It's the third year I've been hosting the We Are Beer Tastings table, but for the first time I'm delighted to offer all of our listeners, viewers and Patreons £5 off a ticket when you use the code CBC5. Just hit the link in the description to buy. See you there. Yeah, uh, uh, Little Earth are—they're about to expand, so they were about to break ground on a new uh, area that would have had a cool ship. I don't know how that's come along. I don't think they've actually done it yet. Um, but yeah, definitely, there's going to be lots more cool ship beer, lots more blended—you know, three-year blends of barrel-aged beer coming out. Um, but at the moment, yeah, the bar is set at at Wild Beer Co. Cool Ship 2020. Um, so do go watch that video if you're a fan of Lambic. Um, the the comments were really heartening. It's one of those ones where I think because we don't we haven't done a lot around sort of lambic and wild ales recently, um, so we got all all some lots. Uh, so we got some old school faces coming back out. People haven't commented for a while, and lots of people buying the beer based off of my recommendation, which is slightly nerve wracking, um, <laughs> oh. but um, good to see. Um, the, the Blue Trouser Brewer said, Johnny says one of my beers of the year so far. I go immediately to the website and order a tasting box. Uh, which is terrifying to see the power that we wield there. But uh, <laughs> hopefully he won't be uh, let down. Um, and yeah, chatting to Brett was really interesting. So it's a really, really cool video. What a great name for a brewer too, especially he makes wild beer, eh? I know, yeah. I did actually put a joke about him being called Brett in the video, but I decided to get rid of it. I assume he gets it all the time, right? <laughs> he has to. Yeah, yeah, he's got it, right? Yeah, he seemed like a he seemed like a super cool guy. I, I've never talked to him personally, but I mean, I know Wild Beerco stuff is is awesome. And you're right; they kind of they don't get the the, the love that some of the the newer guys do. Do you think that's just because people just they just they just want the new the whole time? They're just in, on to the next one. Yeah, I mean, there's definitely some of that. You know, they've been around since 2012, so they're old news. I think also, while they're, you know, they're clean beers, they're IPAs and lagers and stuff, some of them are really good. They're not um, perhaps the right styles and quite at the quality of some of the people um, who are also out there. Um, partly because I think while Beer Co is a bigger brewery when they release a beer, it needs to be a bigger volume and, and you know, the costs don't quite add up. So I think some people are sort of judging them based on what is really not what they're best at um and, you know I, I enjoy nebula uh, i think that's a great beer sleeping limes which is sort of a lager gosa hybrid i think is brilliant but i think yeah they they got a bad reputation around sort of the pogos and stuff like that which aren't to everybody's taste uh, and you know if that means you're you're forgetting all the incredible wild ale stuff they do then you you're really missing out particularly right now i think they're really hitting their stride at the moment awesome 
Well, that's that's a that's a top tip, man. Um, great stuff. Great stuff. Yeah. And hopefully, we'll be doing a box with them based on that uh, in a couple of months. We're we're having chats about that. So if that's of interest to you, do let us know, and we'll we'll make sure it happens. Um, otherwise, uh, another thing I've been up to this week is writing a uh, story for Good Beer Hunting. Um, so Marston's, which was the biggest independent brewery in the UK, uh, has sold. Uh, or rather formed a joint venture in which it's let go of its brewing arm um, to the sold to Carlsberg, um, which is, you know, real sad and, and, and not good news, I think, for independent pubs because, um, well, because I think people thought that Marston's might have gone under and we might have lots more independent pubs going onto the market, but they've they've managed to find a rescue deal and now there's going to be Carlsberg in 160, 160 1,600 different pubs. Um, so it's another line gone in the, in the pub. yeah for for independent small small brewers. So that was sad news. And if you want to hear more about that, I, I wrote a story for Good Bit Hunting. It's definitely worth remembering that all these big deals. You know, that's the third large, uh, fourth large pub company that sold to um, to either foreign breweries or foreign investment firms. So well over half of the UK, UK's pubs are no longer owned by UK companies, which is a mad situation to be in. It's like our utilities as well. A lot of the, uh, you know, the power supply and stuff is, uh, you know, big international companies that are that are running them. We need to we need to renationalise Johnny. Re-nationalize yeah, let's nationalise the, the pubs. Nationalise the pubs. They're national treasures, mate. We sh- we shouldn't be selling them to big conglomerates. We should we should be like uh, arable farmers. You know, each each landlord should be given their pub, and. Uh, they should be. They should have to sell only the finest ales and the, the top quality ist of pickled eggs. Um, <laughs> you know, only the strictest measures. Yeah. Only eat independent eggs, friends. There's there's That's there's an important it. message. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, there is a bit of a battle coming, I think, uh, and the Competition and Markets Authority really need to look into the state of the British pub industry because it's not. It's not ideal for all those independent brewers out there. They're, they're, the amount of taps, the amount of access to, to drinkers they have is actually declining, not increasing right now. And it's it's a terrifying situation um, given the fact that, you know, pubs aren't going to be able to sell as much volume now. So we've got, you know, fewer people can go to pubs and more and more of those pubs aren't going to be selling independent beer. So we've we've there's going to be a breaking point pretty soon and it's going to be scary to see. So I just wanted to raise that to let people know that's a huge issue um, coming up in the UK. And if anybody has any ideas of how to fix that, other than supporting independent content, such as the Craft Beer Channel and Good Beer Hunting, um, do let us know. Um, I'm all up for a big campaign to save save good pubs. Yeah, man. Yeah. Um, anyway, we've hit 21 minutes. Um, so we're, we're over over our usual amount. So I just wanted to finish this week's episode um, on a slightly sad note, which is that this week also um, the amazing Roger Ryman, who uh, was head brewer of St. Austell Brewery, sadly passed away uh, this week. Um, and he, aside from being an incredibly important part of the craft beer revolution by um, coming up with the beers Tribute and Proper Job and Big Job, which inspired you know many, many craft brewers um, and change, you know, Tribute has become one of the biggest uh, real ales in the country. Um, he was one of the most genuine, friendly, passionate men in this industry. Um, and I'm not ashamed to say I had a little cry when I heard this morning because 
I'd come to know him relatively well. He'd been on the channel four or five times. Um, and it's a serious loss to the industry as well as to all the friends around him because I know he was well loved. Um, so, you know, if, if you guys have access, please do grab a, a proper job or a tribute um, and toast to him. I'll be doing that. I've got some proper job in the fridge. That's what I'll be doing after this podcast, sitting back and, and remembering the the great achievements he made uh, and drinking one of his best beers. Um, and if you don't know his work or what he does, we've done uh, three or four videos that have involved him. So I'll put um, the best of those in the show notes as well so you guys can celebrate uh, Roger's life. Yeah. Ah, rest in peace, Roger. Um, rest in peace, buddy. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, on that slightly somber note, um, I hope you guys have an incredible weekend um, and celebrate life, celebrate independent beer. Um, and celebrate the fact that as of Monday, we're going to be able to see some friends. So even Brad and I might be able to uh, meet and do some content together soon. So there's a positive note. Well, hey, well, yeah, hey. I was getting really upset that I've, I'm not able to join in on a lot of the videos we're pumping out at the moment. So this is this is great news, Johnny. I cannot wait, mate. Yeah, I've got big plans, big plans for our reunion, which uh, relates to the bagging box uh, hint I gave earlier. So not long, brothers, not long. Not long, not long. Guys, happy Friday, happy weekend, uh, and we will see you on Wednesday for our live watch-along of our documentary Looking for New England. So do join us at 8pm on the channel for that. Cheers. Cheers. The Bubble Podcast is brought to you by the nerds behind YouTube's Craft Beer channel. Head to youtube.com slash the craft beer channel to watch this week's video and over 400 more exciting episodes. If you love what we do, please, please, please do subscribe and even join our Patreon at patreon.com slash craft beer channel. Love and beer. Oh.